0: It's time for the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dennis Stuckey and Brady Beaton. All right, welcome aboard.
1: Dennis Stuckey, Brady Beaton. One game went exactly the way I thought it would go, and the other two games were different than I thought they would be.
2: Yeah. Yeah, and the one that went the way we thought it would go. We weren't there for that yeah, one. Yeah, that
1: was the one we weren't at. Ubley wins big. Marine City wins. Not just big,
2: like, it was over in the first quarter.
1: Yeah. Ubley wins big. Marine City wins, but not big, and I thought they'd win big. It looked like they were going to for a minute. And uh, and Crosslex ended up losing in a game that I thought would be a lot closer.
2: Yeah. Yeah, we'll talk about it all. So, I mean, I don't know if there's anything else for the intro, but. You want to mention Reese? Oh, yeah, Reese Powers finally signed I thought you were talking about the school. No. (laughs) Finally, uh, (laughs) she signed her NLI to go to Michigan State. I just saw that one. I know a lot of people did, but that was was a big one, a state champion. Um, Yeah, so congratulations.
1: And on this week in uh, high school sports, they kept calling them New Baltimore Anchor Bay. Nobody calls them that. But they said
2: Armada right.
1: They did say Armada right, but only because they lost to, you know. Corona, who's near where they broadcast from. by
2: the way, if that's the (laughs) bar to get uh, a game ball, three touchdowns and 100 yards passing, okay. (laughs) Like, like really? It was a slow week. No, it wasn't. (laughs) No, it wasn't.
1: Nobody reported their stuff. I don't know.
2: Apparently not. I don't know. I don't make the rules. Anyway. Before we get into more trouble, just let's take the break, and then we'll talk about Marine City first.
3: When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention, the herd takes notice, and the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer.
1: Forty-four Duraclean by Bachelor.
7: Magna International is North America's largest auto supplier and now calls the Blue Water Area home. Our new plant, located on Range Road in St. Clair, will have great opportunities for all members of the community. Named to Fortune Magazine's world most Admired companies two years in a row, Magna offers many different career opportunities. Wages start from $17 and up. Go to magna.com forward slash careers to apply today. Again, magna.com forward slash careers to join our team and create the future of mobility together.
8: Hello, this is Tim Sheridan, owner of Sheridan Real Estate and Insurance in Lexington, a family tradition that started back in 1925 with Grandpa Sheridan. Promoting trust, care, and excellence, Sheridan is dedicated to understanding and taking care of all your needs. Respected throughout the community and dedicated, Sheridan is a proud supporter of local activities like high school athletics. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com.
0: If you're not listening to Get Stuck on sports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. You're
1: back. On my way to Freeland, I talked to Stan Parman today. Stan's our voice guy, if you don't know him. He works at our radio station in uh, the Flint area. And uh, Stan and I started a show called uh, let's Talk Sports" a thousand years ago, and it's still going strong.
2: Yes, it is, so just uh one well,
1: of those nothing things. like
2: have, getting something caught in my throat ten seconds before we go on air. You do that a lot,
1: and it's because you don't chew your food and you don't swallow you okay. just you just consume
2: apparently
1: <laughs> um, you just go <laughs> that that's Brady that's like we should just build a trough and then you'd be fine. Anyway, <laughs> good Lord. Um, start with Marine City, right? Let's start with Marine City because uh, the Mariners won, and they'll be moving on to play again uh, next week in the uh, semifinals. And tell me about Against this 21-14 football game that I thought there's no way, no way Corona holds this to, to under 30 points.
2: It looked like it was going to be 49 nothing after a quarter. Uh, and then Corona, to their credit, stepped up and gave the Mariners their best shot. That was, a, that was about what Corona could have done. And they just came up a bit short. Mariners did what the Mariners do and held on.
0: It's time for the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck Stuckey. on Sports Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dennis Stuckey and Brady Beaton. All right, welcome aboard Dennis Stuckey,
1: Brady Beaton. One game went exactly the way I thought it would go. And the other two games were different than I thought they would be.
2: Yeah. Yeah, and the one that went the way we thought it would go, we weren't there for that one. Yeah, while. that
1: was the one we weren't at. Upley wins big. Marine City wins. Not just big. Like,
2: it was over in the first quarter.
1: Yeah. Upley wins big. Marine City wins, but not big. And I thought they'd win big. It looked like they were going to for a minute. And uh, and Crosslex ended up losing in... In a game that I thought would be a lot closer.
2: Yeah. Yeah. We'll talk about it all. So, I mean, I don't know if there's anything else for the intro, but. You want to mention Reese? Oh, Reese yeah. Powers? Reese Powers finally signed. I thought you were talking about the school. No. <laughs> finally, uh, she <laughs> signed her NLI to go to Michigan State. I just saw that one. I know a lot of people did, but that was that was a big one, a state champion. Um, yeah. So, Congratulations.
1: And on this week in uh, high school sports, they kept calling them New Baltimore Anchor Bay. Nobody calls them that. They're but Anchor they said Armada right. They did say Armada right. But only because they lost to, you know, Corona, who's near where they broadcast Which, from. by the way,
2: if that's the bar <laughs> to get uh, a game ball, three touchdowns and 100 yards passing, pff, okay. <laughs> like, like, really? It was a slow week. No,
1: it wasn't. (laughs) No, it wasn't. Nobody reported their stuff. I don't know.
2: Apparently not. I don't know. I don't make the rules. Anyway, before we get into more trouble, just let's take the break, and then we'll talk about Marine City first.
3: When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention. The herd takes notice, and the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet,
7: again magna.com forward slash careers to join our team and create the future of mobility together
8: hello this is tim sheridan owner of sheridan real estate and insurance in lexington a family tradition that started back in 1925 with grandpa sheridan promoting trust care and excellence sheridan is dedicated to understanding and taking care of all your needs respected throughout the community and dedicated Sheridan is a proud supporter of local activities like high school athletics. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com.
0: If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. You're back.
1: On my way to Freeland, I talked to Stan Parman today. Stan's our voice guy, if you don't know him. He works at our radio station in uh, the Flint area. And uh, Stan and I started a show called uh, Let's Talk Sports a thousand years ago. And it's still going strong.
2: Yes, it is. So, just uh, one of those Nothing like getting something caught in my throat ten seconds before we go on air. You do that a lot,
1: and it's because you don't chew your food and you don't swallow. You just just consume.
2: Apparently.
1: (laughs) Um. You just go... (laughs) That, that's Brady. That's Like, we should just build a trough, and then you'd be fine. Anyway, <laughs> good Lord. Um, start with Marine City, right? Let's start with Marine City because uh, the Mariners won, and they'll be moving on to play again uh, next week in the uh, semifinals. And tell me about this 21-14 football
2: game that I thought there's no way,
1: no way Corona holds this to, to under 30 points.
2: It looked like it was going to be 49 nothing after a quarter. Uh and then Corona to their credit stepped up and gave the Mariners their best shot. That was a that was about what Corona could have done. And they just came up a bit short. Mariners did what the Mariners do and held on, but uh before we get too much into it, you want to play the highlights first?
1: Yeah, let's uh, get into the highlights of this one.
2: Inside the 1-yard line, third and goal, Mariners looking to strike first under seven minutes to go now in this regional final opening quarter third and goal from the one yard line Hessup under center handoff up the middle he, wyatt walker met in the backfield but he powers his way over the goal line and into the end zone touchdown marine city from the nine yard line mariners break the huddle Heslop. Under center, two backs behind him, snap, handoff, left side. Tetler has room, across the five, across the goal line, into the end zone, touchdown, Marine City. From the 21, first and 10, T formation, Heslop dropping back, play action, has a man over the middle, intercepted, intercepted by Corona, has room to work across the 15, out near the 20, and a host of Mariners take him down at the 19. Tarek Bauer got the interception for Corona. And that stops the Mariners dead in their tracks. Back to a spread look. Twins either side of Herrick. Man in the backfield with him, Jaden Eddington. Man in motion right to left. Snap. Hand off on the jet. Sweep. Bauer has room to work. Cross the 30, 35, 30, 40, 50. Foot race. 40, 35, 30, 25, 20, 15, 10, 5, Touchdown, Corona, and on a dime, this game goes from Marine City in control to Corona right back in it on the Wyatt Bauer 80-yard run, second and uh, long one from the 26-yard line. Heslep under center, Tiger and Tetler behind him. Snap, drop back, looking far or near side. Fires, wants Atkinson, another interception. Picked off at the 10, Bauer, again, the 20, 25 yard line and gets eventually wrestled down at the 26. A bad decision by Jeff Hessup and that's the second straight interception by the Mariners, middle of the field. Mariners huddled, under seven minutes to go now in the game. 14-7, Marine City leads. Hessup under center, three men behind him, snap. Pitch left side. Tetler has blockers. Follows him into the end zone. Marine City gets the big score off the back of Zach Tetler. Twenty to seven. Fourth and ten. Ball placed squarely in the middle of the thirty-yard line of Marine City. Twins either side. Back to back to Herrick's right. Jay Nettington. Snap. Looking, three-man rush from Marine City. Fires over the middle, wide open, Wyatt Bauer. He's in the end zone. Caught the ball at the five-yard line. Corona will not go away. Touchdown Cavaliers from the Corona 26-yard line. Fourth and one for a regional title. Heslop commands the huddle. Hustles to the line. Heslop under center, snap. Handoff. Tetler, first down, Moore, across the 20 to the 15, Mariners put it on ice. Hasselup needs the knee at one more time, takes the snap, goes down to one knee. 21 seconds left to go on the clock, but the celebration is starting early. Marine City heading back to the final four. They will take on the winner of Portland and Kalamazoo Hackett for the right to go to Ford Field another regional championship for the marine city mariners 21 14 your final here from east china stadium
1: and as i understand hackett couldn't hack it
2: how long did you have that one
1: it just popped into my (laughs) head right now
2: that's why i said it before i forgot it so yeah you can tell from those highlights marine city in the first quarter looked like the far superior team like it looked like how the first two playoff games had went The first three drives, excuse me, for Corona yielded one first down, if I remember correctly. And the first two drives for Marine City, hot knife through butter, hot knife through butter, 14-0. Third drive going right down the field to, uh, I think I said the 21. And then uh, Jeff Heslop just threw it behind Distelrath, who he was looking for, and it was a great play. Uh, by the kid from Corona, got the pick, and then it looked like the Mariner defense was just going to do what they did, like, all right, Jeff, don't worry, we got your back, and then third and eight came 80 yards later, boom, 14-7, and you're like, this game was about to be 21 nothing early in the second quarter, and now it's 14-7, to and then on the second uh, play, a second drive after that, Hesslep threw another interception, and that's the thing, like, with Jeff Hesslep, you know he's such a good quarterback. It was one of the f- few times I've ever gone, wow, he made the wrong decision. Like he usually is so on top of it and is doing so well. He basically threw a jump ball to Atkinson because I think he got used to it in, in weeks past he could throw it up and he comes down with it, but he threw a floater and it got uh, and someone came and jumped in front of it and it was a second interception stalled out another drive started the second or the third quarter marine city again moving down the field ate up like seven or eight minutes of clock got inside goal to go few penalties pushed them back and got a field goal blocked so it's still 14-7 you're like corona could bust one at any time mariner defense stayed strong they got the ball and as you heard tetler scored to make it 21-7 but a penalty On the touchdown for unsportsmanlike conduct against Marine City. Had them kick off from the 25. They just kicked it short. Got returned to the Marine City 45. But on that play, they also had another unsportsmanlike. So it was first and 10 from the 30. Looked like Corona was going nowhere. And then on fourth and uh, 10, little miscommunication from what I found out. Left a wide open receiver. like Dennis, they rushed three and this guy was wide open. Caught it and just spun into the end zone. And you're like, Corona's like a cockroach. They're not going away. But they wouldn't get the ball again. Marine City did a good job of finishing drives or finishing that last drive, getting first downs. And they are going back to the final four where I think they uh, have earned the right to get to.
1: All right, you talk to Coach Letson afterwards. Yeah, let's uh, catch his thoughts before we go any further.
2: Coach, you talked to me uh, on the pregame interview. You're a little bit of a prophet. You said you just got to survive in advance. 21-14 win over Corona. You got the win. Uh, it was a little scary at times, but you're heading back to the semifinals. How does it feel? Yeah, you know we. I'm on the defense, coach. <laughs> <laughs> we knew we
9: we we, <laughs> we knew we we'd, we'd have a game. You know, we knew we'd be challenged. Uh, I've been saying all along, you get to this round, turnovers and penalties go go so way so large in in these games and and they did today um we were fortunate enough just to be able to to overcome those things um you know give it's a good young team i mean he's got he's got some kids he's got some physical kids and and uh you know they, they played a real nice ball game heck they played a very clean ball game um we were just fortunate enough to make a few extra plays in them down the stretch
2: what does it say for a team that has, let's be honest, been able to relax in almost every fourth quarter of this game. Even the Notre Dame Prep game, you were up two scores in the fourth to have a gut check in a regional final and to keep playing so that come semifinal time, you've been battle testing.
9: Yeah, I, I, think, I think it was good. I think it was good for our kids. I mean, we went in the locker room at halftime. It was very calm uh, in, in the locker room. Uh, we truly felt we were the better team. Uh, we weren't always playing like we were the better team. Uh, and I thought in the second half we'd come out and execute it. I know in the third quarter, the initial drive, we, we had the ball for eight minutes to start the quarter. And we shot ourselves in the foot and, 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 and didn't get a field goal there out of it. But, uh, you know, fortunately we have stuff that we can go back and look at and work on yet next week. And, uh, and that's what we're going to do. And we'll see what we can do against Portland.
2: All right, coach, won't keep you any longer. Congratulations, and uh, I'll see you this coming week getting ready for Portland. Thanks a lot, but We'll talk to you then. So, yeah, survive in advance was the theme of the day. Like, it's, that was, I don't want to say it was a that bad of a performance because I don't want to take anything from Corona. Because this game, like I said, very easily could have gone off the rails for them and Marine City could have coasted to another blowout win. But Corona put their foot in the ground, made a play, and, and their defense stood strong. They played Ben don't break three times. They let them inside their own 30. And three times the Mariners came away with no points. So I don't want to say Marine City shot themselves in the foot because they didn't, like, fumble a snap or do have unforced turnovers, Corona made some plays, and I don't want to lessen what they did because that was a 5-4 and four team that beat Flint Powers, beat Armada, and then gave the Mariners all they could handle in their place. Yeah, the,
1: it's, it's sometimes not um, um, how you've played all year. It's how you're playing at, at the specific point, and obviously Corona's playing their best football at the end of the season. Um, it, it's funny because, you know, I, I'm a big stat guy, and, and always they put the quarterback numbers at the top, and I go, Heslip, 3 of 7, 37, two interceptions. Uh-oh. Yeah, that that's your reaction. Uh-oh. And then you see that the Mariners ended up rushing for 372 yards, Tetler 168 and two touchdowns, 25 carries. Um, and Tigard 18 carries for 115 yards those two guys are going to have to take an ice bath for a week because they're not used to touching the ball 43 times in a game
2: no but when you haven't had to rely <laughs> on them yeah. come this time of year you don't have to worry about them breaking down now Charles Tiger, I think rolled an ankle near the end he's he's probably going to be I don't know Cautious for a couple days, but he seems like he's going to be fine, so he missed the last couple of plays, but yeah, Tetler, it was funny, Dennis, it felt like he was contained, because there were a few plays where he goes to bounce to the outside And I've been used to seeing him put the foot in the ground and go, but Corona's defense was playing really well. So I'm like, oh, they kept him contained. And then I looked at the stats, 25 carries, 168 yards. He's averaging, he averaged just under seven yards a carry, which was like almost half of his season average.
1: Yeah, they kept him contained. They held him under 300
2: yards rushing. Yeah. (laughs) By the way, 30 touchdowns now for Zach Tetler. Is that all? That's ridiculous, (laughs) Dennis. 30 touchdowns. Like, come on now. (laughs) But they, they, I mean, Marine City, and they all know there that that game won't beat Portland. They understand there's no delusion that, hey, oh, no, well, they played really well, and it was two good teams. No, they know if they want to go back to Ford Field, they're going to have to play better next week.
1: Well, and and again, I don't want to keep, slapping or kicking Corona. They're obviously a good football team. They made it to a regional and they lost by a touchdown to a really good not football team program. Yeah. Um we we don't call Marine City a football team. They're a program.
2: They're an institution.
1: Yeah. Um so clearly this is a good team but but you you again if you're listening to a bunch of idiots like us, you're going, "Oh, Corona, they're nothing." And sometimes you wonder, do you play down a little bit to your opponent or you think we've got this in the bag and it's all of a sudden you're in the third quarter going, oh, boy, we better crank it up or we're going to be embarrassed.
2: Yeah. Uh, Again, it was Corona with nothing to lose because, I mean, they were playing with house money. They lose that game. Who cares? No one in the state outside of the parents of Corona players were picking them to win that game. So if they pull off the upset, they win their first regional in school history. It's not like they had a uh, they had expectations to get to a semifinal. They were five and four. They got through. You like that chair a little this better? Much better. Another <laughs> one was leaning forward, and I don't know somebody messed with it. And they 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 had nothing to lose there at all. Where Marine City kind of had everything to lose and nothing to gain. Because you beat Corona, everyone, hey, yes, regional title, obviously special, but everyone knows you should beat Corona. Now Portland,
1: and this is interesting because this is uh, another really good uh, program, at least uh, the, if, you, if you look at it, They've almost had a, a very similar stretch, at least since like two thousand and three. Like two thousand and one, two thousand and two are the last time they had back-to-back losing seasons. They bottomed out in two thousand and two, went one and eight. Since then, seven and three, six and four, seven and three, seven and three, seven and three, nine and two, seven and three, seven and four, nine and two, thirteen and one, seven and two, four and five. But after that four and five season in twenty fourteen, 10 and 110 and 110 and 13 and one, ten and one, ten and two, thirteen and one, eight and three, seven and two, nine and two. Uh, this year they make the playoffs every stinking year for like the last fifteen to twenty years. Um, they make deep runs a lot. Uh, they went to the final in eighteen, um, and uh, the year they went thirteen and one, they at least went to the final. They won it that year, um, and they have played Marine City in the postseason. Um, before a few years uh, back as well, but this this is a football team. They have beaten Ovid Elsie. They have beaten Dewitt. That's no small accomplishment.
2: Defending D three champions.
1: Yeah. Um. And, and those are some impressive ones. And then when you look at uh, their losses, they had a two point loss to Grand Rapids Catholic L-Lancing Central. Catholic. Was that Lansing Catholic Central on a
2: last second field goal? I believe.
1: Yeah. And and they have a three point loss to Cadillac. Otherwise, they either win big or they find a way to win the close games.
2: Yeah, and Cadillac just lost tonight to Hudsonville Unity Christian, who is challenging for the state record for points scored in the season. And, and they clearly, you know,
1: they, they shut out Hackett tonight, right? It was yeah 21, 21 to nothing. nothing. so you know that, that's a fairly handy victory as well.
2: So yeah, Portland's nine and two, but there may be one team that can claim that they're nine and two might be as impressive as Marine City's 12-0, uh, and 0, or 10-2 and 2 now. Yeah, they're 10-2 and 2 now. So, it's going to be a tough one, Dennis. And they know that they need to bring their A game, but hey, like, like I said to some people, it's uh, better that your off game came before your biggest test of the season. Kind of maybe woke some kids up a bit. Maybe they were caught looking ahead. Maybe they knew their big game against Portland was next week, and I don't know if they did, but maybe someone had a side eye looking ahead to to what the Red Raiders were doing tonight. Sixty eight wins in the last seven years;
1: they're they're averaging almost ten years or ten wins a year for seven years. Portland's
2: another program. Yeah. It uh, like Division Five this year has just some like the the Final Four might be Grand Rapids Catholic Central. Frankenmuth, Portland, and Marine City. Now, I don't know how
1: far ahead that uh, you've looked into this, but I know you're you're our speculator. Mm-hmm. You're, you're our guy that likes to look at these brackets and try to play it out in, in your head. And now we're going to be down to the, the final four here in D5. Where do you rank Marine City in all of this? Frankenmuth and, and
2: Kingsley play tomorrow at tomorrow 1. At one. Well, By the time you listen, it's Saturday at 1, so that might have already happened.
1: And the winner of that game is going to play Grand Rapids Catholic Central, so that's going to be a knockdown, drag-out, murder-fest in that game, no matter which two teams are playing. You know it is. A knockdown, drag-out, murder-fest. They're going to need detectives all over that field to figure out what happened in that game, uh, carnage-wise. And Portland and Marine City might be the exact same thing. Yeah, like it's going to be when we get into the semifinals in five, it's going to be survival of the fittest. And then whatever you got left for the finals against each other.
2: I think any of the four teams left in Division four would not be like, okay. let's say Marine City was projected as the third best team in Division five or Portland number four. I don't think any of them, if they went to Division four, would be ranked lower. Like they would either go up or stay the same. Because they're all that good. Um, But I think you were asking me what? Where do the Mariners fall as part of the final four? Assuming Frankenmuth wins. Honestly, Dennis, it's probably Grand Rapids Catholic Central, Frankenmuth, and then flip a coin between Portland and Marine City. Like, around the state, the winner of the Portland-Marine City game is going to be the underdog in Ford Field. Just right now, uh, and
1: I know we're, we're assuming Frankenmuth is going to beat Kingsley, but the five teams remaining
2: in D5 are 55-3. and three. And Portland's losses, as we mentioned, were to Catholic Central and uh, Cadillac. They've lost by a combined five points. And who, what, Kingsley had a loss?
1: King- Kingsley has one loss. Frankenmuth, Grand Rapids, Catholic Central, Marine City are all undefeated. And the the, the record wise, the worst team is Portland at ten and two, and we know that they're really strong.
2: And Kingsley lost to Traverse City St. Francis, who hasn't lost a game. Yeah, and that was a one score game.
1: Yeah. So I mean, these
2: are some. Th- to me, five is a lot of fun. Yes. Yes. And it's going to be interesting. I, I'm. I'm very curious. Well. Frankenmuth has to get past Kingsley now. I know everyone's saying they'll probably win, and I would agree with them. But I mean, Kingsley's a really good football team. So either way, all five of the team or four of the teams left are gonna be really damn good. And Marine City, hey, they have one of the better teams they've ever had down there. And well, you got to get past. It's on to Portland because Corona gave you a scare. It was Portland two weeks ago. Olivet gave them a scare. And uh, I think, I don't know if Letson said it in the interview, but I talked to him. He's like, every team that's made a run, for the most part, you look, they have one game in their playoffs where it's like, ooh, they had to survive that game. They they had to fight and grind and win that. And maybe this was it for Marine City. Now, again, we talked about it, Jeff Heslop struggled tonight this was the first game where i'd say he struggled the whole game i am not concerned at all i know what he is as a quarterback i don't think that's uh i think he'll be ready to go next week because the ground game was certainly there and if you could air it out because he threw it what seven times yeah and completed three passes yeah if you uh if you can throw it a little more portland's defense is going to have stuff to worry about but, hey, like you said, it's going to be a battle of the Titans. Like, you've gotten to this point. There's no flukes.
1: No, there's no flukes. And if the Mariners can run the ball for 372 yards next week, they've got a really good chance. Yeah. They've got a really good chance.
2: Yeah, so hopefully I can get a, a learn a lot more about Portland, uh, exactly what they are and, and where their bread is buttered. But I'm excited, Dennis. Uh, I believe they're all next Saturday, right? Yeah. So it's going to be Portland versus Marine City and probably be in Williamston.
1: Yeah, probably somewhere in that vicinity. I think the last time they played this a few years back, uh, it was uh, in Howell, I believe, is where they played the game. But
2: looking at, I mean, middle ground, what I would say is fair, and again, it's whoever. There's a bar of who's willing to host it. Novi, Farmington Hills area seems like a good middle ground. And there's plenty of schools in there
1: that have turf.
2: I think Novi has a really nice field. Don't I know they have a really nice baseball and softball facility. Yeah. Don't they usually host quarterfinals in those sports?
1: Um, I know in softball they have because Richmond went there. Yeah. So and that that was beautiful. Like you go through a you walk over bridges to a, through a forest to get and then all of a sudden the softball complex is there.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, it's awesome. Yeah. But hopefully it's a nice middle ground and not in. Portland's backyard
1: (laughs) that's again like that's something that happens to teams in our area sometimes that I don't like but you got to (laughs) go and you got to play it wherever they tell you you got to play I
2: had someone tell me on the who was on the 07 team because they played uh, Kingsford in the semifinal. you know where they wanted to play that game originally the Superior Dome yeah
1: yeah up in the UP like oh it's (laughs) nothing for you guys to drive up to the UP uh, and, and even the Superior Dome for Kingsford is still like a three-hour drive.
2: Yeah, but that's like nine hours yeah. from Marine City. Yep. Yeah. It's like, yeah, okay. Yeah.
1: No. Pick a spot in the middle, and it's not it's not my fault you have to cross over the bridge. Why, why does one team – it's okay for one team to drive all that way and cross over a bridge and not okay for the other team to cross over the bridge and not drive quite as far.
2: Anyway, uh, anything else on this game, Dennis? Or
1: No, I, I think that about covers it, and we will dissect Croslex and Freeland next, which, um, uh, again, that Freeland one, that's not, you know, uh, this was a coin flip game as far as I was concerned, and that's why I'm surprised it ended up being a 20-point game. But I'm actually going to tell you how they could still be playing right now in overtime at 28-28, but we'll do that when we come back.
5: Feel more confident and in control of your financial life. Ameriprise Advisors can work with you to provide personalized, goal-based advice based on your short and long-term goals. Plus, you can track your investments and financial solutions with our digital tools and regular meetings. Call AmeriPrize Financial Advisor Dave Betts today at eight ten nine eight seven five three seven zero. That's 810 eight ten nine eight seven fifty three seventy. Office is located at five twenty seven Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Ameriprise Financial.
2: Your satisfaction is our guarantee.
4: Looking for that perfect first vehicle for your kid's sweet 16? Maybe you just want a quality vehicle at a fair price. Whatever your needs are, Jepson Car Company will take care of you. Located at 5277 Gratiot Avenue in St. Clair, Jepson has a wide variety of pre-owned vehicles that can fit your budget. With a great selection for first-time car buyers, check out their website at jepsoncarco.com. That's J-E-P-S-O-N-C-A-R-C-O.com or give them a call at 810-662-3048 to find the perfect ride.
0: If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports.
1: All right, welcome back, Dennis and Brady with you, the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck On Sports podcast. Crosslex lost to Freeland 42-22 to in the regional game at Freeland. The Pioneers did at least what I see them do. Every time I've seen a Pioneer game this year, they score early, opening drive, eighty yards, touchdown. They had a third and twenty-one and got a big completion to Sage Slanick to keep the drive going. They punch it in. They take a six nothing lead, and then free. Yeah, I
2: think Cross Lex scored before Marine City did. Yeah, like I looked out, I was like, oh, sweet six nothing. Yeah,
1: well, I mean, they they did what they did. They won the toss and they took the ball. Because mm-hmm. I think I think Mike likes to score first and make the other team chase him. Yeah. Well, Freeland scored the next 35 points. Jeez. and And it, it was timely scoring. I'll get to highlights in just a second, but it was timely scoring. They scored three touchdowns in a six-minute stretch where it was late in the first quarter, bang, touchdown. Get the ball on a block punt, five seconds into the second quarter, bang, touchdown. Get a stop, get the ball back, bang, another touchdown. Now, all of a sudden, 8.44 to go on the half, and it's 21 to 6. And you're like, going, what just happened? This, this was 6 nothing Crosslex for almost the entire first quarter, and now it's 21 to 6. Bang, touchdown with 37 seconds to go in the half. Bang, touchdown on the first possession of the third quarter. Bang, a touchdown 18 seconds after Crosslex gets into the end zone for their second score. And it's you—you you just can't recover from stuff like that. So let's let's hear the uh, the highlights, and then we'll get more in depth into this one. Pioneers trying to finish a drive. Groppy will line up this time behind Townsend. Belly will get the carry. Slips off a tackle, battling inside the five to the end zone. He just wouldn't give up. Touchdown, Pioneers! Belly, Groppy—a five-yard run—and that was some power running at the end of that. And he's into the end zone with 7.57 to go here in the first quarter. And crossleck strikes first to take a 6-0 lead in this one. Huckabee under center. Two backs this time. Pitch back. Trying to run it to the left now is Pistro. Catches the outside. Gets to the corner. And is into the end zone for a Freeland touchdown. In the T formation with Huckabee under center. And a little play action here. He rolls out and he'll fire into the end zone and it's caught for a touchdown. A perfect strike, I believe, to Dooley. So first and goal to go from the three now. Huckabee for Pistro straight ahead, pushes the pile. He's into the end zone for a Falcons touchdown. From the five. Pistro straight ahead. He's got a big hole, and he'll score his third touchdown of the game. A five-yard run for Pistro. And Townsend again looking to throw, firing Slanick's way, and he's got it for a Pioneer touchdown. 21 yards to Sage Slanik for a Kroslek score. They're running the ball very effectively, and they'll go in the T-formation and keep it on the ground. Pistro up the middle, breaks free, oh look out. It's a foot race and he's gonna win it. Pistro gets his fifth touchdown of the game on an 83 yard run right up the middle. Are you kidding me? He can't be stopped. 169 yards rushing, 83 of it right there and it took them about eight seconds to answer the Pioneer score. Herman again the back, he's to the right of Espinosa who's now in at quarterback, and Gavin's gonna take the direct snap and he gets to the goal line and into the end zone for a Pioneer touchdown. Gavin Espinosa scores on a one yard run. Take the snap, take the knee, that will do it. 30 seconds to go, time will run out and so will Crosslex's season. The Pioneers are gonna finish 10 and two they lose in week one, and then they don't lose again until week 12. But here in the regional, they were defeated by Freeland tonight. Your final score, the Falcons 42, the Pioneers 22. So here's 42-22. It sounds like a blowout, and it kind of was a blowout. I mean, at one point, Brady, it was 35-7. to So mm-hmm. this game was not in doubt. 35-6, right? Yeah, 35-6, to excuse me. However... It's a 7-6 ball game and there's a blocked punt that leads to a short touchdown and then you muff a kickoff that leads to a short touchdown. If, and I know you can't, but if you could make clean plays there and take those 14 points off the board, instead of it being 42, it's now 28.
2: And who knows, maybe you score.
1: Well, that's my other point. The Pioneers had first and goal at the 9 and ended up Fourth and goal at the 10, and they had a wide-open Sage Slanik at the back of the end zone, and Jake just threw it too high for him. Mm -hmm. And you turn the ball over on downs at the 10. You score there. You don't make those two mistakes. It's a tie ball game. At worst, it's a tie ball game.
2: Yeah, but, Dennis, we've talked about it before. The difference between being area good and winning a district title and being state good and playing for the right to go to Ford Field, are those plays? That's winning time. That those are the the few plays. I mean, think about it, Dennis. You can really break any game down to a half dozen plays that swung at either side. Look at I mean, Marine City Corona, two interceptions, uh, Corona fumbled, and the couple long plays. Flip some of those and it's a completely different ball game. Maybe Marine City blows them out, maybe Corona pulls off the upset. But yeah, you you those all those big deciding plays basically all went to Freeland tonight.
1: Yeah. Garrett Pistro, eighteen carries, hundred and eighty two yards, five touchdowns. Um, and basically he's the guy in, in the wing T uh that runs up the middle. Yeah. That's his job. Run straight ahead. They were opening some holes for him. They 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 were they were getting some room for him to uh, to run. You know, the the yards again, I'm a big stat guy. 345 for Freeland. Sheesh. 299 for Crosslex. So there was only 46 yards difference. The the big difference though, the big stat in the playoffs especially, but we know this about football, Brady. Generally, the team that dominates the run game is going to win. 303 yards to 105 in rushing. And most of crosslex's rushing yards came late in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, they got behind big, and they had to throw. Jake put it up uh, 30 times and threw for 194 yards. But, you know, the yards were fairly even, but capitalizing – Freeland got the chances. Freeland capitalized. That's what good teams do. Um, and uh, Sage Slanek, eight catches, 131 yards, and a touchdown uh, in the loss and the losing effort.
2: Yeah, it's uh, disappointing. That's not how you want to go out. But it it feels like it's the start of building a culture at, at Crosslex or rebuilding it, I guess, because they did have that really nice run in the late 2000s, early 2010s, where it seemed like every year they were the favorite to win the BWAC and were dangerous to go on on a run in the postseason. And it's gonna take time, and they're losing a lot of special talents. They're losing Jake Townsend. They're losing Sage slanic uh, among others. I don't have their roster in front of me, but they're losing some good players. But they're also bringing a lot of really talented players back.
1: Yeah, Espinosa will be back next year. Grappi's back next year. Um, I didn't. I, I don't know why I didn't realize he was just a sophomore. Yeah. Um. So, you know, there, there's two guys right there, and there are others um, that are – so, you know, don't feel too bad for Crosslex. I think they're going to be –
2: Cabinet's not
1: empty. Yeah, no, and I, I think they're going to be, again, uh, uh, the team that a lot of other teams are chasing – in the BWAC again next year. But, I, again, I think the is going to be really good league again next year. I do, too. I mean, I, I think at least five teams from that league going to make the playoffs, and the only reason six don't make it is because they have to play each other. So somebody has to lose uh, a- along the way. Like, you, you'll have a good team in that league that might only win three or four games.
2: Right. But, Dennis, I mean, in your time doing this, how many teams have you seen that have won a district – but are just a couple plays away from going to a semifinal or or something like that. But it's really because it's, one, the teams that have been there more are used to it and know how to make those plays. Marine City, Freeland has been making runs. That's why they do it. That's part of when we talk about brands around the state and part, part about winning is, hey, they've been in a regional final before. They know how to make those few plays. Corona had never won a regional final. Marine City had. Corona gave it their best shot, but Marine City, when the chips were down, made the plays. Freeland, when the chips were down, made the plays or didn't give Croslex the opportunity to make the plays. But now those kids at Croslex have experienced it. They're, They're taking steps. Last year, fell short of the BWAC, fell short in districts against North Branch. This year, won the BWAC, won a district, fell short in the regional. It's a building process, and it's not always linear. You don't always go, okay, well, this year we made the playoffs. This year we won the districts. This year we won a regional, and then next year we in a state championship. It goes up and down, but a lot of those kids have experienced, as LeGro calls it, championship football.
1: Yeah. We talked about uh, D5. D4 – the four remaining teams are forty-seven and one. <laughs> <coughs> you have Jeez. got you have got Edwardsburg, who beat Grand Rapids South Christian tonight, playing uh, Hudsonville Unity Christian. Neither of those teams have lost, and you've got Chelsea, who's twelve and zero, going up against Freeland, who's eleven and one, and their loss was to Frankenmuth back a, in week who's five. Undefeated? Hmm? Who's undefeated?
2: Who's undefeated?
1: Chelsea's undefeated. No,
2: for, I said Frank to Frank. Yeah, Frankenmuth is undefeated. Yeah, yeah I'm sorry. he was undefeated. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, again, that, that ends another special season for Cross-Lex. Um, I wonder how long Lance will give him <laughs> to rest up. But you – know, They got – the
1: bus is pulling in, and he's already got them on the basketball court.
2: <laughs> I think he'll let them <laughs> heal their bodies a bit. I but, hope so. But – um. Yeah, anyway, congratulations to everyone up at Cross Lex on an amazing season. There's nothing to be ashamed of. I know every coach up there and every player up there feels like they had more to give, but you didn't lose to a bad team. You just you know, we'll be honest, didn't give your best not effort because I don't want to act like Oh you no, yeah, they, you know, they
1: they were trying, but
2: they they didn't play their best game. And sometimes that happens.
1: So, uh, uh, and again, this is year two, okay? They had a losing record the year before Mike got there. Last year was a COVID year, but they still turned things around. And only lost to one team. Yeah, only lost to North Branch, who had an insane season last year. Uh, And then this year, after a week one loss, where it would have been really easy to fall to the criticism and kind of cave – they won 10 games in a row. And in that 10-game stretch, Brady, uh, I said it in the broadcast tonight, they gave up 43 in week one.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Week two through week 11, they gave up 42 points. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, tonight, they they just ran into a, a buzzsaw. Freeland, really good football team.
2: That's what we talk about. But uh, anything else on this game before we take our – our last break. Yeah. We'll
1: take a break and then we'll uh we'll talk t- about Ubly. Talk about a buzzsaw. One by sixty trillion.
2: Oh my God, Dennis. <laughs> and hey, I think you'll finally get to see the Bearcats in person.
1: Yeah, we'll we'll uh we'll we'll look into that because rumor has it they might play that game in Mount Pleasant. Yeah. So if it's at a nice place, you, you might find me there. Hopefully. That's what I told I told uh, Eddie Fury was uh, was there. Covering the uh, game for, I, I don't know which radio station he was on, but it was yeah. either Sandusky or one of the other ones. Yeah, uh, and I said, uh, if, if they play that game in a nice place, you'll see me there.
2: <laughs> <laughs> they don't play it in some backyard, or <laughs>
1: which you never know, because really between uh, between Ubley and Beale City, what is
2: there? Yeah, I'll do some looking in the break to see what's in between. But so,
1: like, Mount Pleasant made sense to me when I when I think because Peel City's kind of in the Traverse City area. I think. Anyways, we'll take a break and we'll talk about Ubley next.
4: Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools.
3: Finding that missing shin guard. Remembering whether it's a home or away game. Getting the right kid to the right playing field on the right day. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with auto owners, insurance doesn't have to be one of them. We work with independent agents who keep insurance simple so you can worry about more important things. Like not being
1: that fan... Come on, ref. That's simple human sense. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at Sheridanagency.com.
0: If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports.
1: All right, welcome back. Dennis and uh, Brady and uh, Brady, the Ubly Bearcats, Weren't messing around <laughs> with Breckenridge good. on
2: Friday night. Also, uh, we'll get to it, but another instance of us being bad at geography. But we'll get to that after we okay. talk about Ugly. Uh, I'm just
1: going with what people were saying in the press box. And no, I assume uh, they no. know
2: their area better than I do. Anyway, Ubley, uh well, good Lord. You would have <laughs> thought this was like like the, the first round of a game last year where they let everybody in. Yeah. Oh yeah, my in a, god. In a, in a regional sixty five to six.
1: In a regional, you're not gonna see sixty five to six very often, I would hope not.
2: And it was what? Uh let's see. It, basically six minutes into the game, it was twenty one nothing. At the end of the first quarter, it was twenty eight to nothing.
1: At one point it was sixty five to nothing.
2: You want to go over the scoring? (laughs) Because we got the scoring summary from this game. Yeah,
1: I know Mark uh, Heilig had three touchdowns and Logan Mueller had three touchdowns. Yes. They paced the ugly attack.
2: Yeah, here were their drives. Four plays, 65 yards, uh, Logan Mueller touchdown. Six plays, 53 yards, Logan Mueller touchdown. One play, four yards, Colin Oberski touchdown. Eight plays, 50 yards, Mark Heilig touchdown. Slow, Slow drive there. Logan Mueller scored after six plays in 48 yards, four plays, 13 yards, three plays, 54 yards, two plays, 50 yards, pick six, 65 to nothing.
1: <laughs> Just uh, for, if you and, have, and we
2: didn't say Evan Peruski, Yeah.
1: Yeah. They didn't need him to do anything.
2: Oh, at the half, at the half, it was 50 to nothing, Dennis.
1: Well, if you haven't been paying attention to what they do, 32 in week one, 40 in week two, and in week two they played Laker, um, who I I believe was playing in a regional tonight or tomorrow. Um, Marlette, they scored 56, Harbor Beach 50, Memphis 62, Sandusky held in the 34, Uh, k Pack just forfeited because why give up 50-60 points? Uh, actually, K-Pac had some injuries. Um, Brown City, fifty-nine points. Bad Axe held them to twenty-five. That—that's the the fewest number of points they've scored in a game this season. Thirty-five the second time around against Harbor Beach. Forty-two the second time around against Marlette. Sixty-five tonight against Breckenridge.
2: Told you <laughs> they're they're bound and determined to get back to Ford Field, and no one's stopping in Ubly's way. The
1: problem is, is that when you get to Ford Field, the team that they're going to probably end up playing is also undefeated, and it's like, it's not going to be easy.
2: No, but I'm I'm just going to stick with what I said back in like early September, that this is Ubley's finally breakthrough, get to the altar type year.
1: Well, if there's anybody that deserves it, it's Ubley has scored 500 points now this year.
2: Uh, 65
1: tonight, that gives them 500 points this year.
2: And you know they're not even anywhere near close to the school record. In no, I know. In 2008, they scored 629.
1: <laughs> well, they might have two games left <laughs> to get there. To get what? 65
2: points a game. <laughs> oh, my God. Ugly. Well, oh, by the way, if this game is in Midland, I, I looked this up, Beale City is like, or in Mount Pleasant, like a 10-minute drive from Mount Pleasant. This would be like if Ubley was playing this game in Cass City or Bad Axe.
1: That's fine. Let's put it in Bad Axe. They got turf in Bad Axe?
2: Like Ax? the middle here, and it, it's not like there's not any fields. Saginaw, Bay City, even in Midland, isn't great, but it's less than like Beale City's backyard. I'm uh,
1: I bet there's at least two good football fields because Dow and Midland don't play on bad fields.
2: No, you have two colleges now. I know. Uh, actually, both of them are going to be done because the last regular season of Division Two is well the day you're listening to this, Saturday. So Northwood and Saginaw Valley aren't playing, and you know Saginaw has some nice fields. So there's going to be some in Bay City. Like, there's no excuse. You're going to have spots to go. Um, So if it's in Mount Pleasant, uh, be ready for an angry podcast. (laughs) 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 Oh,
1: what, what, what did Ferndale have to drive four and a half seconds? Yeah. Four and a half seconds while Crosslex had a a day. I'm exaggerating of course, but I mean, again, this is why when people tell me these things, I tend to believe them because it's kind of been the pattern over the years. It's just that, that, you know, we talk about how we don't know geography but I, sometimes I, the people who make these decisions clearly don't know the geography about the thumb of Michigan.
2: Howell actually wouldn't be the worst spot. Um, but Novi is probably, actually that one might edge towards Marine City. So Howell wouldn't be a bad spot or somewhere in Flint. Like Flint is about center. Davison might actually be a decent spot for this game. Lapeer maybe is a little too close because that's only going to be, what, about 50 minutes away from Marine City? Uh, Lapeer is, because there's no easy way to get out to
1: the expressway from Marine City, is there?
2: No, you have to go on Marine City Highway for Yeah, so I mean. Uh, Let's see, it's an hour and 23 minutes from Portland. and, And it's
1: probably about an hour from Marine City.
2: And it's, uh, oops, nope, I did that one wrong. Um, <laughs> from Marine City, it is about an hour and four. Yeah. So La Lapeer to Davison actually is a really nice middle ground here. If you want to go north, if you're going south, Novi. Um, so as long as it's not like in Lansing, we'll be fine.
1: I was just, I was really surprised because Hudson's that team that's on the other side of the bracket that is the one that I think if it's, if Ubley's getting there, that's the team they're going to have to beat to win a state title. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was a little surprised. I don't know anything about White Pigeon. I don't even know where White Pigeon is. But eight to nothing was the final. Hudson won the game. And uh, generally, they're a team like Ubley that uh, is rarely challenged.
2: Yeah yeah so uh, and they,
1: uh, Clarkston Everest um, is the the other the potential opponent for Hudson Everest is playing Ottawa lake uh, Whiteford uh, on Saturday to decide who plays Hudson and I just point that out because that's where Mooney would have would have sat in Everest spot had they beat had, had they you know won their game and then beat uh, Everest in a rematch we, we could have been talking about maybe a Mooney Ubly final if they could have found a way to beat Hudson. And at that point, that would have been a big
2: upset, I think. It would have been a big upset had they beat Everest.
1: Yeah, but I was kind of pulling for it.
2: I was. Hard to beat a team twice. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway, Dennis, anything else to wrap up here? I think that just about covers it. Congratulations
1: to uh, Upley and to Marine City who uh, will uh, move on. I do want to also mention that hockey starts this week. We've actually got games Wednesday and a a pair of games on Thursday. So we've got uh, Northern Catholic Central Wednesday, and we've got – and I'll mention this next show too because it's coming up. Uh, And then on uh, Thursday, we've got uh, Marysville, Chippewa Valley, and Northern Stony Creek.
2: Yeah, and also we might go back to uh, Monday, Wednesday, Friday soon, maybe next week. I, I hadn't thought about that, but we don't have any Friday nights anymore so
1: yeah oh, we do but we it's basketball and there's games every night of the week
2: right <laughs> I'm saying like there's no football Fridays to come back yeah and do. so yeah we might go back to Monday Wednesday Friday okay I don't know I just thought I'll about let you
1: that. figure that out
2: so if you get a show on Monday don't be surprised okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well secret we've been recording most of a Monday night anyways that air on Tuesday <laughs>
2: yeah gotta, we work we work a little in advance so. yeah sometimes anyway all right
1: that that that's about it uh, and again uh, congratulations to uh, crosslex on a great uh, season that uh, it did come to an end but we did get the Mariners and the Bearcats through and uh, more than likely next Saturday we'll be at both of their games
2: real quick let's go on the record where are you guessing these games are going to be played at um, Ubly versus uh, where whoever they're playing. Um, um uh, so
1: against Beal City and Ubly um they'll be playing uh, the game in Beal City East. Come on, give a real guess. Come on. Go on the I record. Give me a real guess. Um I I say that they'll uh, play the uh, games uh I think they'll play that game in Flint and I think uh Marine City is going to play Portland um probably in
2: Howell. All right, well, just for the sake of being different, I'll say they play at Davison and they play Ubley Beale City at Midland Dow. I don't even know if this school was put in. I'm just trying to make a guess.
1: (laughs) All right. It gives Brady something to speculate on, and he likes that. I do. Like, if there were parlays in high school football, Brady would be all over it, good Lord. Um, (laughs) All right, hit the
0: outro.